0: Welcome Orphean listeners, we meet each other again we are on a new episode of The Dismemberment of our Fuse. This time we are trying something particular, something that I hope will please everyone. Because what we are going for in the next hour is to develop a topic. is to think these ideas that I woke up with, that I was awakened with as a voice, that I started screaming, crying, and I was just desiring to develop these thoughts, these voices, these sounds with you. So... Before we continue, I wish you go back, if you have a chance, to interrupt this podcast now and uh, go back to the previous ones, because what we will try to do today, as best as we could, is to develop a topic on continuity as well. So as much as I can be capable of continuing something that I have left behind, I wish you to go back at Chirology, and maybe also Chasing Octopuses. There are two of the previous podcasts, so you know how to get the podcast. I hope there is a page the dismemberment or fulfills on Facebook that I wish you will like. You just have to click it and like it, and you will follow it. This episode today will take from these topics, but we'll get at something else, because what we are going to analyze today is surface and depth. And maybe we will get at seeing always so difficult at times to get over something. Maybe. This is, I'm not sure of. So, let's start with a song that comes from what uh, we could not listen last time, because there was no time. As last time was about chirology, so time was pressing upon us. So let's have a song that actually was left out. the black crows with the Time will tell, time will tell their gospel, There is somehow invocation, perhaps for what we are going to talk about, every gospel is an invocation for, for God, but let's have it as invocation for the gods, so for Proteus, for Athena, Ananke, all my friends, my Greek gods, they will come to join our conversation and see what we are capable of talking about. So we are developing the idea and the difference of surface and depth. Science last episode on chirology, we are into the area of the structuralist dichotomies, so already time was developed as a Kairos and Kronos, so Kairos the time of the hero, the time of the gods, the time that cannot be repeated, while Kronos is the time, the bastard time, if I am allowed to say this bad word, but still he is the word that refers to time eating other moments, so Kairos is the moment of the hero that slays the dragon, that just wishes to die after that because nothing can be better, nothing can, can top up that moment of glory. While Kronos will be there, actually. Kronos will be eating the glory of the hero. So this is the summary. And uh, this dichotomy is the dichotomy that I want to recover for surface and depth. Surface and depth because we always have to deal with both. And my idea is that one of them is the one that we struggle with but he's also the one that is absent. So what is a surface, what is a depth? I will take from Nietzsche later on, because Nietzsche has something really profound to say about the surface and about the depth. So surface is what we see. The surface might be also the surface of a smile, the surface of someone giving giving out his hand, and of course, there is uh, an Eurydice there, for everyone, I think that everyone who is listening is uh, an Orpheus, just like me, coming out of the surface of hell, and uh, what is that made us turn back, to look at our Eurydice, what was the surface of that uh, scream, of that sound, of that, was it a flame, why was it we turned back, in any way, we, in any case, we did it. We did it because there was a surface, but in that surface we saw, lurking at the bottom, a depth. A depth that that left left us with a a question. Was it really there? So we scratched the surface and we do it with the ground dogs and the song rocking Chair. Where the ground is with the rocking chair, and we have started now to see the element of the surface. Let's uh, let's dig deeper into that. Already there is a confusion, a surface, and we get deeper into it. But we will go back at it. What is a surface? So take these, uh, take these three. Um, or take this sea, whose diapason nails on scrolls know with silvery sentences. This is Art Crane from the Voyagers, but we can do that in a way. Why not? Actually, let's, let's take this sea. Let's take this a sentence that I have just said. This whose diapason nails. This is already confusing. Let's take. We have. What do we have when we see a sea? We have a surface. Absolutely, we just see uh, the color that roll. On themselves, and maybe somewhere there is Proteus. There is Proteus. There is the god of the waves, the ever-changing god that uh, never has the same form, and. Uh, we see that, but we don't see only that. The colors somehow remind us of something else. We go also deeper into that surface that we never cross. We never we never dive into the sea if we stand just on the seashore and we look at the waves, and yet we are not standing on that surface either. We can see maybe the light skating on the waves, the light that make. That makes it electric there is an electricity running through running through the waves even just the ripples of a river i'm fascinated by seeing the reflection reflection of a river um, the reflection of a, of a city on a river because when there are the artificial light this uh, pollution uh, light pollution yet there is a sort of octopus running dragons aims, uh, eyeing to me through through the surface of the water, and uh, this is alive. And when you see maybe the swans uh, swimming among that, you see other other reflections, you see something else, and uh, the water is alive. So we have a surface. We only have that surface. Let's take the color. It might be grey if the water is uh, is announcing storm or is bringing a storm from somewhere else, or maybe it's uh, green, or maybe it's uh, almost blue. It's transparent and yet it's a surface. It's only that that there is, but. We desire to dive, to dive into it, we desire to see the profundity of that, we desire to go, to take a boat, we desire to swim. These are other surfaces somehow, the surface that will reveal the desire of what we want to do with that surface. But then the problem is, where is the depth? and the depth we will see it later when we come back because for the moment we just let the question to Peter Gabriel and he is digging in the dirt. Gabriel with digging in the dirt. Peter Gabriel is one of the favorites from uh, the dismemberment of her fields and that's just reminded me the importance of uh, digging in the dirt because uh, in uh, all histories, in all mythologies, going down in the underworld and coming back to the surface, crossing that surface is the way to announce that a change has just occurred. Think about those heroes like Jonah in the from uh, From the Bible that went through the belly of the whale. When he came back he was a hero. There is always something that is learned through that passage, through that crossing of the surface. Another example would be Nostromo from Joseph Conrad. There is a moment where he comes back from the water and the water has purified him. It is the moment, if you pay attention, <coughs> Excuse me, if you pay, pay attention to the story in which the the character has realized something. The character after having crossed the surface is a different one. There is a difference that goes through the character. This is an interesting, really important element because somehow the character never reaches the depth never reaches the water, but by crossing the surface of the water it encounters something that stays with him, with him, with her, with every teacher, with her feels. In case of me, actually, was the losing of the loved one, but we will go back at that. I want now to refer to Nietzsche, because Nietzsche was the one that made me start these thoughts. So, Nietzsche writes in his Gay Science Those Greeks were superficial, because Nietzsche is all those Greeks. They knew how to live. For that purpose it is necessary to keep bravely to the surface, the fold and the skin, to worship appearance, to believe in forms, tones and words, in the whole Olympus of appearance. Those Greeks were superficial from profundity. And are we not coming back precisely to this point, we dare devils of the spirit, who, who have scaled the highest and most dangerous peak of contemporary thoughts and have looked around us from it, have looked down from it? Are we not precisely in due respect Greeks? worshippers of forms, of tones, of the words, and precisely, on that account, artist. So, Nietzsche is talking about recovering in the surface when he says that the Greek were profound from standing on the surface, out of, to be profound out of being superficial, out of paying attention only to the appearances. This is a really deep thought. We will have to think more about that because I will have something to ask to Nietzsche. I will... Go back at it, but uh, how it is possible to be superficial? What was the Greek? What was that the Greeks made possible? Well, go back uh, to the thought so, of the surface of the sea and the sentence of our crane. When our uh, crane is looking at the sea, it says, Whose diapason of on scrolls of snowy, silvery sentences? Where is the diapason of the sea? Where are the scrolls that look like silver snow?" Our crane is just looking at the surface and he is making it deep. He is making it a sound. He is making it a writing. He is taking what he sees and he is turning it into something else. He is making it profound. We are still not into what is to be deep. Maybe there is still not proteus in our words about the sea. Maybe in order to make a thing profound is to make space for the guts, Maybe.
1: Your eyes are hollowed And still
0: The Calexico with deep down. Deep down, again, we are an element of depth, we are an element of having crossed the surface, but I'm still confused about the possibility of reaching any depth. So, to give an example, uh, there is in the temples of Greek, uh, if you go to Greek and you cross a temple, but also if you cross a church, the door of a church or of a temple, is uh, surrounded by mythological figures there might be Hercules that is laying um, that bear that, that is wearing the lion's skin one of his uh, labors or maybe there are just the Apostles there are people praying. Why are there statues like that at the crossing of the surface that is the door? Because you are entering the space where the gods are there to protect you. You are no more in the outside. The door is a surface that has to be protected by the depth of the fate. And this is a really profound thing to consider. We cross a door every time we enter the university and we barely pay any attention. And yet we are entering a space where we should be protected, where we should be taken care of, we should be led to reach that knowledge that is the one that is protecting, that is sheltering the institution, the the place, Athena, wisdom is there watching upon us. So when we cross a surface, we are already on the point of being reborn. We are on the point of going through that journey that will take us out and be someone else when uh, in every fable, there is a forest, a dark forest, the hero always has to go through it. And in the forest what do we find? We usually find a monster that represents the evil of the forest, the bad, the not knowing what the forest is, and the hero has to kill it symbolically, because by doing that the forest becomes a place where everyone can walk through, so the, the, the movement is allowed, there might be people traveling, the commerce and everything now is not stuck anymore and the hero will from then on symbolically bear, wear the the skin of the monster and will somehow also become the monster because now the bad, the good and evil are joined together into one so there is always surface and symbolically by crossing the surface there is a surface, the hero has wear as Warren is wearing a new skin. So let's go back a little bit to Nietzsche, because Nietzsche is uh, is talking about surface, when he says finally the most essential might not remain the same, one comes back out of such abysses, out of such severe sickness, out of the sickness of strong, suspicious newborn, with the skin cast, more sensitive, more weak, with a finer taste for joy. So something has changed. Nietzsche was one who suffered a lot a lot of diseases. He was rarely healthy, but out of these out of the diseases that he suffered from, he made a philosophy. He made something like, uh, who cares about happiness? There is a really interesting, oh, let's go to the passage. Oh, all oh, repunion to us now is pleasure, coarse, dull, drab pleasure, as the pleasure-seekers. Our cultured classes, our rich and ruling classes usually understand it. Oh, malignant. Oh, we now listened to the great holidays, habab, with which cultured people and city men at present allow themselves to be forced to spiritual enjoyment by art, books and music with the help of spiritual liquors. What he is talking about is that when there is a suffering, there is an understanding that the Enjoyment that the the cultured people are talking about is an illusion, is something rather dull, is still just a surface. What is this desire, this obsession to get to have an enjoyment that is profound? Nietzsche, perhaps, is saying as yes, we cannot reach any depth, and yet we want to go through it. We are still not in reaching that question that perhaps I'm carrying forward since the beginning. Is there any depth? Now, as uh, this unbearable lightness of being is perhaps the subject, I refer to Milan Kundera. Milan Kundera wrote, as I said, the unbearable lightness of being, and he was wondering, is light really light? Uh, Why is not that something light, like a surface, is actually something really heavy, and maybe heavy? It's not bad. Heavy is something light. So from this confusion he started his book that I recommend everyone to listen. But we are going to read, sorry, now we are going to listen the song from Antonello Venditti, an Italian song, and this one, that is titled The Unbearable Lightness of Being, I dedicate to my father, and now a little speech in Italian. Ciao, papà, come puoi sentire, non ho ancora rinnegato venditti. Insostenibile leggerezza that is the Italian translation of this unbearable lightness of being because the subject of the book is that that of an existential lightness that is actually unbearable why are things so light? why, are, why can't we reach any depth? and yet this is what we try desperately to reach for the depth of a person that we know that we have by our side, and we want to know, and yet we will never do anything more than scratching the surface. Let me go back for one last time to Nietzsche, to the gay science, because Nietzsche is wondering about an art for for people that can, for people like him, for people that that can actually cope only with the surface. We got disgusted with the bad taste, this will too true, too true at all cost, this youthful madness in the love of true. We are now too experienced, too serious, too joyful, too singing, too profound for that. Because he's saying when the veil of true is withdrawn, something we cannot stand with that. We need something that hides the veil of true, that keeps something Outside, there is the example of a mother that says, uh, of a child that asks, uh, but if God is everywhere, is he also reaching me in the, in the hiding places? And the mother answers, uh, oh, I think that is too indelicate. So there is a space where the gods should not be, or at least they should be hiding, because that is the space where the gods are. So Nietzsche, with uh, the gay science, is wondering about a new type of expression, a new type of art, where where, where? what can we find, where we can find the hiding of the depths. And with this I am now in open area, I am somehow lost from now onward, because now... I have given you my ideas, the structure uh, on which I have developed my thoughts, but now I want to, debe- to develop these thoughts with you, this is really the moment in which I don't know what to think, and I will be thinking, I will be not thinking these things with you. So. You know how to get in touch with me. The Facebook page is the way. Is the place where my voice has become a skin. So cross that skin and write something there. We will go back after this song and we will be talking, we will be singing about the lack of depth and the unbearable desire to look for it, to find it. and Forget by Blondie. This is a distinction of the, an Orphean dichotomy that will require a lot longer time for me to, for us, to dwell into that, to cross the surface of a song that distinguishes the two rather easily, and yet to reach the depth of how can we forgive or maybe forget something. These are unreachable, unreachable goals. We cannot forget something if we keep reminding us that we should forget it. So... I am now to give you what I what is somehow the summary of my ideas about the surface and depth and I'm going and perhaps in this definition we are going to find what is the depth because the surface is the announcement the annunciation of the profound absence of the depth The depth is something that is always absent, the depth is something that is not there, and yet the depth is what we feel. Think about the words that you have been listening for the last 45 minutes, or maybe more if you have been listening to more podcasts, as I hope for. You have been folded, wrapped into my skins of voice, into my voice, the surface of my voice, and yet you might perceive into it a depth, a depth of emotions that are not there. Actually maybe those emotions are not even mine, maybe they are yours, your desire to feel that I'm not just a voice, that I am a body who has a circulatory system, that has blood, that has a beating heart, and these materialities are your desires that also give me emotions, thoughts and feelings. But maybe I don't have them. I don't know. I cannot know it for sure. I cannot know it for you that you are listening. And yet I hope that we all have them. But what are they? What are the depth of these emotions? We only have voices. We only have surface and words to transmit them. And yet, these skins. I want, I want you to think as any surface is a skin. A leaf is a skin. A tree is a skin. The light that is skating on the waves is a skin. And we looking at it is a skin. The skin of our eyes touching the light. These are our feelings. These are our no feeling now here is a mistake. These are our surfaces. And where are the depths? Where are the real emotions, the memories, the immaterialities, the vision, something that is not there? And yet that something that is not there is that real thing, perhaps, is the real thing. We see the sea and we wish to be diving. We see the light and we wish... To know more about photons, we see a leaf and we want to know how is that the tree is sustaining that leaf and all the soil around it, and yet these things are not there. So, where is the depth? Again, the depth is the absence of the things that we are wishing to know. The depth of a person next to us that we wish to know profoundly, and yet we will never do it because that person will always give us surfaces. The more we dig into the dirt of the song of Peter Gabriel, or into the motion, into the folds of a smile, into that surface of the skin around the lips, the more we will just get other smiles. Other smiles that will send us to think about emotion, to think about depths that are not there, and yet that we will be desiring to reach and to express, and here we are back to expression. Now, these depths are the octopuses that I was talking in the podcast, chasing octopuses. So, if you, haven't, if you have not done it yet, let's have a break to listen to it. don't have to specify that these were the Arcade Fires, and the song was Awful Sound, Oh Euridice, my song with which I start I start every program, that is Orpheus, is the song that follows in the same album this song, because the Arcade Fire had made this album about me, about Euridice, about everyone, I'm also an Euridice maybe, I don't know for sure, and I am lost at times, I'm... For sure, the one who is uh, looked at and goes away. I might also be that, because in my dismembered voice, I'm everywhere. So, we have reached, perhaps, to the last moments, to the last thoughts that we are allowed to have together. We have... Seen that perhaps there are no depths, and yet the depths is what we desire, we desire to reach. And so what is left for us to do? Maybe what is left for us to do is to create a new surface in which those depths are revealed again as absent. So when we are close to the person that we love, that we think we love, and we want to know what that who that person is and, above all, what is to be loving that person, we realize all the time in the surface of her his reaction that we don't know that person completely. We are in the depth of something that is not there. Why is why is that smile? What what is she smiling for? And then we once we see that surface and we want to get deeper into it, we can only express another surface in which that smile maybe will come back at us or maybe it won't because we haven't got the the real thing that that smile was there for or maybe we have just spoiled that. So what we can do is to get deeper, to cross the surface and cross it back again. The The movement backward to recross the surface and to create another one in the expression of our voice. This is perhaps the only thing that we can do. To go deeper to chase the octopus and create another surface where there will be others there will be other octopus where we have no guarantee that we have got what was the source of that smile and we maybe are not expressing the possibility for that smile to return this is perhaps the hardest part to accept that what we are saying that the surface of our voice might not allow the things to come back at us and yet Their last question that I would like to end the program with is a question uh, that I ask to Nietzsche, because when Nietzsche talks about an art for only surface, an art for artists that is only about surface, then I ask him, but who wins? Is it the one like uh, the cultured people that uh, keep uh, chasing illusions to a really deep emotion that just go deeper and deeper? Or is it... The artists, like us, have to accept that there are only surfaces, but those surfaces reveal the depth that is always lost, lost. And so the last question is, is it the twin who loses itself in the depths, in those unreachable depths, or those who make, who constantly make new surfaces where the depths can be lost? So there is always a loss. And then is yes, perhaps also of my voice leaving you, for the Christmas, for the holidays, or for the time just of the next podcast. So see you soon here at the Dismemberment How of
2: much do I love you? I'll tell you no lie. How deep is the ocean? how high is the sky how many times a day travel to be where you are far far is a journey Deep is the ocean. How high is the sky?
0: Here, only flame upon flame and black among the red sparks, sticks of blackened light grown colorless. Why did you turn back? That hell should be re-inhabited of myself thus swept into nothingness. Why did you glance back? Why did you hesitate for that moment? Why did you bend your face, cocked with the flame of the upper earth above my face? What was it that crossed my face with the light from yours and your glance what was it you saw in my face the light of your face the fire of your own presence what had my face to offer but reflex of the earth in color caught from the rough fish fissure of the rock where the light struck and the color of azure crocuses and the bright surface of gold crocuses uh, and of the wild flowers swift in its veins on so as lightings and as white and this was 80 HD with the poem edition it's
1: sometimes sometimes it's, it's, it's over too soon